G'day legends, back in the studio again. We got young Caden Maneer in the studio with his old boy Dylan uh, to talk about some amazing success the young fellas had uh, at such an early age. Um, success that will carry on for many, many years to come. Uh, but first, we got Freddie the Froffer in the studio to run through some uh, spinos. Freddie? Uh, yeah, I'd just like saying uh, Empire Cycles for the, the Mintol Bicycles, uh, Caradale Meats. Uh, the underclass, Charlie and Tommy. <laughs> Bloody mint gear, I tell ya. Um, Concept Coding Design Co. Love their work. Perth Husky and Gas Gas. Make sure to get on the gas. Elite Automotive Care. Rolly Stone Brewing Co. Uh, Mundajong Mechanical and Mobile. West Effects Graphics. Corey from Pro Pete and Munster Motor Trimmers, um, TD Modular Granny Flats, uh, Maxxis Tires, Motor X uh, Oils, Smarter Outdoors, um, Shane Carriage from Oyster Ceilings, Every Job's a Perler, 50-50 Productions for um, sitting over there and doing nothing, <laughs> um, Bridgestone, Select, Cannington and Midland. Get down to Midland there and uh, get your tyres. <laughs> and there you have it, guys. The Spinos is brought to you by Freddie the Frother. I uh, really hope you enjoy this episode, guys. Um, this dude, this young dude, Cadman, is an absolute frother. Um, big things coming for him. So, yeah, let us know what you think of the socials, guys, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. <laughs> Welcome back to a flippin' beautiful episode of the Beers and Bikes Show. I'm Dave Baker and I'll be your host, joined by the dynamic dad that does it all, the 2021 Enduro State Champion, Charlie Creech. We've got the man with impeccable calves to pinnacle of production, Josh Parker. And we've got Blair Outram working away, slaving away up north for a dollar. Uh, he won't be able to make it in for this show, but uh, he sends his regards and says g'day. Guys, we've got an absolute cracking episode for you and we've got one of... Uh, WA's fastest little motocross prodigies in the studio today. Guys, we've got Caden Maneer in the studio. How you going, mate? How's it going? Yeah, really good, mate. And we're also joined by your dad, Dylan Maneer. How you going, buddy? Good, mate. Good. Thanks for having us. We got a, So this is a really good episode because we've uh, we got MX Prodigy in and we got MX Dads. Yeah, a couple it's of dads. It's about to get rowdy, eh? Yeah, we're just going to bully Caden the whole time, I think. Dads on dads, <laughs> eh? Wait, what? Not <laughs> <laughs> what? Kind of like not again. Oh god! Yeah, Dylan's gone bright red. <laughs> How are we, boys? Welcome. Yeah. How we doing? Yeah, good, mate. Good. How yeah. do you feel behind the microphone? All right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, definitely got a head for radio, so we'll be right. Yeah, beauty. Yeah, specifically told uh, Josh not to put the cameras on for this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kaden, how are you, brother? Yeah, good. Welcome to the studio, mate. Cheers. A bit nervous or what? Yeah, very. Why? Because you're just looking at me the whole time. Yeah, I know. But it's all good. Relax. Now, Caden, how old are you, mate? 14. 14. Right. Have you listened to the podcast before? Yeah, Honestly? a couple of them. Couple of yeah. Couple, couple Yeah. Um, so, as you know, we, uh, we're a rowdy bunch and we say stuff that we probably shouldn't. So, we're going to try our very best to keep this thing semi-PG. Um, but I reckon that'll last for about 10 minutes. So, uh, strap yourselves in. It should be good. Now, Caden... Uh, what'd you get up today, mate? Um, 
not much. Went to to the movies, watched a bit of Jackass, and headed Did you? home. Yeah, yeah. Any any good? Yeah, it was alright. Funny? Yeah, it was. Uh, what happened at the cinema, mate? I ran into a bit of conflict, did you? Uh, yeah, you have to be 15 to get in, and obviously um, 14. So, did you say, whoa, 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 hang on, a, hang on a second? You're talking to a nine-time state champ, seven-time Aussie champ, MX Lord here. Did you say that? Nah, fuck! Nah. I would have like, yeah, called, I eh? would have flexed. Like, out, I yeah. would have <laughs> just pulled the trophies out, eh? Yeah. What What do you do? Just get your tits out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll just snap a leave in front of that, but I'll just snap the fucking cash register or something. Um, so, yeah, nine state championships and seven Aussie titles and you're 14. Yeah. That's wild, mate. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. It was started at a young age, but oh, good you fun. Would have had to. Creature, how many you got? Fuck all. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> um, so the state titles, when did you start racing? Uh, I started racing 2013. I did my first come and try day at Wanneroo. Yep. Did you make it down the start straight? I did. I actually won. Nice. So okay, so that is a first. Dean Porter that is and a first. Lewis and Lewis Calvin. That is yeah. a first. That's wild. I don't know if you heard, but they both of those guys didn't make it down the start straight and quit. No, nah, that's not ideal. Yes. Nah, so it's not the start a, to motocross you want, eh? He's on yeah, a better. He's on a better schedule. From literally day one, we're on a good trajectory. That's yeah. good. Now you got a couple of brothers, don't you? Yeah, Jake and Jordan. Jordan's the middle child, and Jake's the oldest. And did they race at all? Uh, both of them raced. Jordan still does. Yep. Jake had to quit because he had a couple back injuries. Yeah, a couple of big offs, or yeah. just carrying the family. Yeah. Just jumps off his back of his bike. Yeah, <laughs> swinging that big thing around, eh? No good. Um, so. Uh, they're obviously older than you. Yeah. So you had a pretty good run into motocross with them racing. Yeah, um, Jordan was the one what got me into it, so yeah. So they sort of led the path for you? Yeah. Uh, now, now, Dylan, uh, you got any sort of motocross background at all? Uh, not really, mate. Um, What's your sporting background? Cricket and footy. Um, I did a bit of desert racing. I did one desert race, uh, Gascoigne Dash, in 2008. Um, got top 50. I was pretty happy with that. We'll take that. Jesus. That was 50th um, out of 140, so I was pretty happy. Um, but, no, my ability wasn't that great, and I probably realised to hang up the boots when I think Caden was seven and we are going through a pretty fast whooped-out track and I'm hanging on for dear life and he's staring at me. <laughs> Gave him and, a snip. And I thought, well, <laughs> How there's that? your career. Yeah. <laughs> Just chopped him up. Just chopped <laughs> This kid's four years old going past you giving the old scissors chop, no. eh? On a 65. No, just no. Did you ground it? He was grounded, obviously, yeah. eh? Oh, yeah. That's Got his yeah. PlayStation took off him, mate. <laughs> Don't tell your mother, I said. Oh, that is hilarious. So um, cricket footy background, what, what, did you just ride for leisure or something? How did you, how'd you yeah, stumble you know, across I'd, the world of motocross? Look, I loved motorbikes as a kid. Um, I thought they were unreal, but mum and dad would never buy me a motorbike, so... Yep. I think I was about 13 and I saved up for my first motorbike. I bought an RM80 big wheel. Uh, it was a, two, a 1983 model. Uh, no front guard. I still remember working around the house and mum would take me down the motorbike store to buy a new front guard for it. Um, and then I bought a CR125 and had no first gear. Um, so I don't need it. Nah, so that was really – and then when uh, – I met my lovely wife, Sky, and we had our first child, Jake. I um, I thought cricket was pretty boring, and uh, I thought, well, 
we'll buy him a motorbike and um, I went and bought a, like you do, he's two years old, I bought a KDM Mini <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and as soon as he sat on it revved at it, he started crying and, and, and I thought, <laughs> well, you know, there's hope anyway and then we had another boy, didn't worry about a TV, had another boy and then Jordan was the one that really loved it in the family and um, – and I suppose that's like Caden says, that's where it really come from. The bikes would sit in the garage and Jordan would sit on them and um, he loved it. He was, he frothed it properly. And um, yeah, and then they started riding and I had all three riding there for a while. And yeah, so I suppose that's where it comes from. There's no, there's definitely, uh, there's no long history. Um, so you always had a love for the, for bikes, never really raced yourself or weren't, you weren't born in it, so to speak? No, nah, not at all. No, nah, yep. nah, not at all. I, I had a love for motorsport, I'd probably say, more than just motorbikes. Bikes motorbikes probably were, yeah. But I love motorsport. I love motors. Yep. love fast cars. Um, probably the, especially playing cricket, growing up playing cricket, which was what I mainly did. Um, yeah, it's known for being a fast sport. Yeah, that's right. Fast <laughs> bowlers, that's about it. Um but yeah, so we were probably I was probably a little bit different to your average cricketer. I uh, um, yeah, I love motorsport. So, and then I suppose yeah, I got into once we got into to motocross, you realise how addictive it is, and uh, you become a fifty parent, and then your life's gone. That's it. That's it. A eh? game You're over. On. Yep. Yep. So, um, Caden, your earliest memories of a motorbike? Um, I'd say around eleven months old. I think I rode. My first Pee Wee 50 with Dad on the back. 11 months old? Yeah, around there. That's yeah. so sick. Yeah, it was pretty young. Yep. The funniest story, I think, of Caden when he was growing up was um, we went to a mate of mine's farm out in Jinjin and Jake and, and Jordan were riding. They had a Pee Wee 50 and um, maybe a little KDM. And the whole way home, Caden would have been too just over yeah maybe just two and he was pestering me for a motorbike and i said no you're not old enough you can't ride your bike without training wheels and um we lived on a bit of a hill in burns beach and he said i said if you can ride your motorbike if you can ride your push bike without training wheels i'll buy your motorbike and it was sunday afternoon we'd had a quite a big weekend on the on the fizz and uh the whole way home from Jinjin, i want to ride my you need to take my training wheels off dad yeah right over here yeah. i went and got in Jordan's bike. Yeah, he jumped on the bike, rode down the street, in the driveway, back up, threw it on the ground. Come on, Dad, let's go to the motorbike store. <laughs> and I still remember it clear as day. And I looked at Sky and she says, well. It was a deal, eh? That's it. I think I ended up getting the bike like the next day. I yeah, think. we did. Yeah, we went yeah. the next day. And Man's it. only as good as his word, eh? That's right. Yep. So, that's And that's where it all started. started. Yeah. That's wild. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So do you remember your first race, that, that genius race? At I Wondering? do. Yeah, I do. Um. Me and Deke and Pace, we were battling it out. I remember that. I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember fanging down the start straight. Yeah, so right. Thinking I was some hell sick doing big wheelies or something. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually quite funny because when we started racing, we went down and probably um, Darren Duffy's probably got a lot to do with it because Regan and Jake Moldus went to school together. Okay, yep. And so we actually went down to watch them watch Regan ride and and that's actually where the, the racing part probably come into it the boys had bikes but the racing was never spoke about or anything and um so we went down and watched Regan ride and then that was it it was hook line and sinker but obviously you know you're not sure so we only had one we had a Pee Wee 50 and and this um would have been what year was that your first mini yeah I think it was like a 
2002, 2000. Yeah, Air called Mini and um, so Caden would ride it in the demo class and he'd come back in and then Jordan would jump on it and ride it in the 50 auto class. So yeah, they actually right. shared Just a bike. Shared for, a bike. Yeah, thing would nearly overheat every race. Yeah, probably for, probably I reckon three or four meetings and that's how they both started and yeah, sharing a bike. So Caden, um, obviously the Duff man's probably one of your biggest influences, eh? Yeah. yeah Big 100%, time. percent yep. Yeah, that's sick. Definitely. So yeah. good having such a local legend, like helping you push and, and drive forward. Yeah, because him and Regan and Jake went to kindy, I think it was. They went to kindy, so they knew each other. and they, Yeah, that's just, just went from there. Yeah, your oldest brother's mate's always the coolest guys in the world, eh? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, mm, it's true. That is, eh? 100%. Um, so... Uh, you won your first ever race. Yeah. Well, if you'd call it a race. Yeah, tr- come try day, whatever. Oh, man, when the bikes are out, it's a race. It it's is, a race. Yeah. yeah. Gate drop. Even if the other guys. Is that a gate drop. I think so. That's I'm a race. Sure, that's yeah. a race. Yeah, it's on. Race. Yeah. Even if the other guys don't know, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You smoked them. <laughs> so what? Hang up the boots then and there, or what? Yeah. Just put the put the the it's mini back. The in number the one plate, Dad. Get the stickers out. Number <laughs> yeah. one plate. I still got I still the lecky tape, eh? Hey, yeah. Electrical tape over it. We're good. Still got that number plate. I think no, that was from my second bike. Dad bought what wasn't running, fixed it up, and that was like my favourite bike for so long. The old project bike. Yeah, yeah. Had grey yeah. grips on it. That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but them grey. All grips. the hard work that you done, Dylan. Yeah. Thirteen dollar grips. <laughs> And any, any any motocross dad would know that when you're working on a 50 is not fun. Nah. <laughs> Many an hour in the shed doing that. Yeah, but the grips were sick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had the maddest grey grips on it, obviously. Oh, they, were, they were like the, the pop top, no, the pillow top ones. Oh, they're disgusting. <laughs> I loved them. I always had yeah. them on my, on my bikes. I knew there was something I didn't like about you, eh? <laughs> Just kidding. So when did you – so from, from that day at Wanneroo, guys, we um, – which sign up to Wanneroo and become a member and just start racing from there, did we? Or was yeah, it a doing pretty much straight away? Yeah. Yep. yep. When was your first national like national appearance? 2015, I was seven, I think I was. That's yep. when I won my first nationals and that was my first nationals. Uh, 50 or? Yeah, 50 and 65. And 65 yeah. at the age of seven? Yep. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, who, were, who were you racing back then? Um, I remember I was racing a kid called Seth Birchall. Yep. Me and him battled it out all weekend on the 50s and his he would have won the overall, but his bike blew up on the like, finish line. Hey, you got to make it to the end, end, eh? Exactly. Yep. Got to be in it to win it. You got to make it to the end to win it. Um, so, cool. We're, what, seven years old, national champion um, in your home state too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's like really stomping the boot down on them. Just don't come here and try and take this off me, boys. I got you. How'd we go? We back it up again next year or? Yeah, the next year I won another two. So what, dual class? Yeah, dual class, 6550 again. And then. Um, that was Renmark, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Renmark. That was a pretty wild Nationals. Uh, it was. We had a layoff day in, in the middle. And, um, Is that thunderstorms, eh? South Australia. Yeah, yep. This storm rolled in and it was wild and. Uh, WA parents got pretty wild in the bar too, just <laughs> quietly that, that weekend. Was uh, that the storm that rolled in? It was actually the WA parents? Wow. Well, I don't know what was bigger, the WA parents oh, yeah. or the storm. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, It was definitely big, but yeah. Too big. Yeah. Were that, you uh, Were you a part of this factor? 
No, no, just a spectator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a liar. <laughs> That's what they all say. Yeah. Just a spectator. Yeah, no, nah, me too, mate. <laughs> um, so uh, have you got just clean, clean sweep it or did you have to battle for it? Did you have to work for it? I think that year was fairly easy compared to all the rest I had. Um, Little Kiwi you battled with on the 65. Yeah. the Cole yeah. Davies, is yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. And I remember battling with Jet Williams for the 51. That's, yeah, I remember overtaking him like second last corner for the win. What are those tracks like over there on a small bike? Like is it easier, harder than riding over here in the sand? I'd imagine maybe easier on a small bike or? Makes your life 10 times easier, the hard pack on the 50. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Because, like, we've heard, like, Lewis Calvin, Dean Porter, so many people all starting at AJS on ride days and they just can't get down the phone to start straight. They just literally park the bike up and cry to mum, take me home, I'm done. I have uh, heard I have heard that it might be not as bad since we've been there than what it was maybe back in uh, the early 2000s. But, um, yeah, it's still definitely a, a good sand track. Yeah. Honorary, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, what year was would would this have been? Where so you're you're eight now. Sixteen, two thousand sixteen. I won my first Aussie title, twenty fifteen. Oh yeah, Renmark is twenty sixteen. Sixteen. Were you over there, Creechy, for seniors? Nah. Sixteen. Nah. Nah, they're different. Yeah, just. Oh, it's completely event. different yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not the same thing. So, so seniors so is like so a junior nationals. Oh, okay. Yep. Juniors is like a one week thing. Yeah. Okay. So like a champ style I think thing. It's different now, isn't it? No, nah, it's still over five days. Is it? Yeah. Yep. But usually, yeah. So it's just one they pick event. one track. Oh, and an Aussie and champ. So it's more like a downhill setup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so one day, one, one track, one yeah. weekend to yep. be the champ. Yeah, that's even more pressure. Yeah, you can't, you can't even redeem yourself. Yeah, you don't want to fail you. That's for sure. That's and it's uh, it's. Do they still not do the practice every day? You have a sight lap and race. Um, yeah, some days you have heaps of practice, and then the others you'll go from a sight lap straight into your race. Yeah, I remember when I raced one. I hated it because it takes me so long to get going. Yep. And they'd be like, all right, sight lap, and then back on the line and you're racing. For big big diesel, Aussie. though. Like, yeah. It's, f- yeah, I didn't like it, but it's pretty crazy how some kids can just go out and do it. Yeah, so. just adapt and just make do, eh? I must, yeah. We used to, we always used the sight lap as a race lap um, to get the, Still heart, do. the heart racing. And, and well, I mean, if, if that's all you got, you kind of have yeah. to, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. But you can't just puddle around in your sight lap and then yeah. go. That's right. You kind of yeah. need to get that heart rate, that adrenaline and your focus and your eyes set in Get your practice start in. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, what would you like to – would you like a practice for the Aussies? Oh, 100%. Surely, yeah. I'd way rather But you practice. can't because there's so many classes there, eh? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot on the day. They cram a lot in and there's – A lot of different ages. Do you just groups. get one moto a day still? No, nah, like it depends. Like some days you'll get no motos and other people do two motos and then next you'll get three. Is that oh, is yeah. that so just an Australian thing? No, nah, yeah. it's more like America, right? Isn't that how is they, that how they do it over it's there? It's a bit like Loretta. I suppose it's based on probably Loretta. A Loretta format. Yeah, yeah, a bit. Because I remember when I it was five days and you do one heat the first three days and then the last two days would be two motos on the Thursday, one motor on the Friday. So free finals. But Yeah, depending on numbers. If there's not enough to qualify, there's five races. If yeah. there's enough to qualify, there's three races. Yeah, so yeah. qualifying, practice qualifying, then race three races. Yeah. 
So after Renmark, your so that was your own sec, second ever national. Yeah. And you're two for two. Yeah. Four. Oh, four for four, dual class. Holy shit. Yeah. Right. You're just racking them up. So you're racking up national titles more than there are actual years in the calendar. That's sick. I like that. That's efficient. I like it. Eh? Yeah. You're going to be the best. Be the best quick. So what's it go? Twice as quick. Twice as quick. <laughs> yeah. eh? So Renmark, two years of racing nationals, four times national champ. What do you do? Do you say, all right, what, what else is out there? Or Yeah, I think 2016 was probably um, – I still remember getting the phone call from um, um, a gentleman, Mark uh, Willingham, who was the Australian um, – manager and Australian team manager and said, look, Caden's been selected to represent the country. That was 2017. Yeah, but that was after Renmark. Yeah. Yeah, after having four Australian titles. And, um, yeah, I still remember I was out at actually Liam Atkinson's house and um, Caden was riding out there and I remember getting the phone call and um, said, yeah, he's been selected to to go and race in Estonia, um, which – Obviously, on a 65, which was excuse the ignorance, Estonia. I'm assuming East Europe, yes, yeah, close to Russia, yep, yep. yeah, right on the border there, like Turkey, yep. sketchy yeah. type, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't really know what to expect, but one thing everyone told me about Estonia, they got the most beautiful women, and um, that was so sign true. the check, eh? Okay, <laughs> let's go, so yeah, yep. <laughs> and uh, Frothing yeah, it. they weren't, they weren't lying. This guy's like, Are we coming? <laughs> nah, so no, thank you. <laughs> Pubescent <laughs> as fuck, hey, just over there, just frothing it. But um, best troop ever. And that was just Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kato, you're not racing, mate. No. Oh, no, he was racing. I was out wandering around <laughs> <laughs> with the big seedy glasses on. Eh? <laughs> yeah, big pit vipers looking around. Oh, yeah. eh? oh we've all done it. Yeah, did, we, well, did a couple laps around the track for some reason. Yeah. So I'll, what? What? We ha- need another track walk, eh? Yeah. <laughs> So what happened? Like you just got the phone call. Yep, got the phone call, and um, at that time, Cody Chittick was uh, racing for Digger Racing in K- in Belgium. Um, so we actually hooked up with those guys and went to Belgium first, and went there for two weeks beforehand. Yeah, because we did a race, a local race. Yeah, yep, and um, that was probably that was my biggest eye opener to you know, the sport outside of, of Australia and, and what it was like on a world stage. And um, I still remember going to Lommel and and the the guy with us, Mark, um, he said, it's Sandy, you know, it would be pretty wild. There'll be 250s, there'll be 450s All out I there. All I remember from there was I, like, jumped off a single, let go of the gas and it flicked me straight over the bars. It was that Sandy just, just grabbed my front Just stopped instantly. Yeah, just grabbed my front wound, just sent me. <laughs> I was like, what is this? So what, you you just learnt never shut off? Yeah. Yep. Like, just flat out. Keep it wrapped. Even, it was dead smooth prepped. Yeah. Because it just grabs that front wheel and ejecto seat away. Oh, it's so scary. <laughs> At least you know what he's talking about. Yeah, hey, this is the first time I've been able to actually relate with one of our... Did like, we just become best friends? It's <laughs> <laughs> straight up. Like, oh, he goes over the bars too. So what, you're on a 65 riding lawnmower? Yeah. Yep. Fuck. It's pretty wild. Who else was there? Hunter Lawrence. Um, there was a couple other fast local people. Yep. So this was Belgium training, was it? Or yeah. Yep. Caleb Grothies was there. Yeah, Caleb was there. Yep. That was pretty cool seeing a. Um, Wasn't a, Jess a there that year as well? Nah, 16. not when we. When were did there. she go there? It was seventeen when we was were it? there. 
Yeah, it was seventeen. Because Jess Moore was over there for a bit with Digger too, I think. No, I think she went over before that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's funny you mentioning uh, Grothu's been over there because when you said Estonia, all I could think of was that story you talked about where there's just horses and shit on the road and just <laughs> like random shit. It would Ho- be horse bombs. Yeah, horses and bombs and horse bombs. Yeah, what was the place like? So you Belgium? Bel- no, nah, I've been to Belgium. Yeah, Estonia. Estonia, so like, nice. Yeah, it was. It was really nice. It was beautiful country. Well, like um, scenic wise. Yeah. Yep. It, by far, this motocross track where where Caden Race was the most spectacular motocross track I've ever seen, and still to this day, it, there's nothing that's even even remotely close. There was no dirt. The only dirt around the track was on it. That was it. Really? Also, like green fields, green fields, yeah, and tarmac driveways. Oh, really? Tarmac driveways everywhere. It was like, oh, it was unbelievable. And and the track was everywhere you walked. The track was down in like a, a gully, I suppose. You could see everywhere. And yeah, it went in and out the gully. Yep. And when you see those picturesque tracks, there's grass between all the the track. That's it was unbelievable. Yeah. That's yeah, proper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Sammy P's house. All boss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, um, so Estonia was that the junior world championships? Yeah. Yep. Um, what what was the headspace like for both yous? I guess uh, rider and you know trying to prep for something like that. Did you did you have actually have a grasp of what you were going into? Or I didn't have a clue what I was yep, getting Rog. myself into. I didn't have any expectations going into it. Qualified like. Seventh, I was happy with that. Going into the motos, I don't really remember the first moto. Second moto, I nearly got whole shot, pulled out of it, got swooped by heaps of other people. And like there was this like double double section out the back that none of us <coughs> was hitting in the qualifying. And it was like just a train of like seven of us going through it, hitting it all. And we're like, I was like, yeah, we're on now. Like first time hitting it? Yeah. Yeah, that's sick. I was frothing it. <laughs> yes. He's doing a baker. He's frothing. He's just frothing it, loving it. Uh, and Dylan, what were what were you? What was your thought process going over from like take us through from that phone call to then like what was the process from there? Booking flights, making it happen. Your point of contact, like you, you obviously you were pretty lucky. You had Chittick over there too. You had yeah, some, yes, some yeah. locals, Grothews over there. Like you actually a familiar face you can talk to and that. But like you know what we what. What was the process from there? So it was, um, I suppose it was daunting, definitely daunting, not really being in the sport for a couple of years and then all of a sudden we're going to the world stage and um, I suppose they say fake it till you make it and I suppose maybe that's what we did. We just, we went with no ambitions and and just really we wanted to have a go and see what it was like and use it as an experience and um when we got there, so I actually took Grant Martin with me, who was our mechanic at the time and still is, has been from, with us from from the get go. And um, and Grant was awesome, so he pretty much looked after the bike, and I just looked after Caden. And um, that's a fucking tough job. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah. absolutely. He's a ta- wild, he's a wild horse. Take the bike any day of the week. Yeah, oh. at least it doesn't talk back. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> Eight years old, and yeah, he's attention span wasn't very long as you can imagine it's still not now um but <laughs> it was uh we took suspension and um we only took a barrel and a carby with us suspension that's it um had a brand new bike there um 
yeah, and then just went for it. I, I suppose qualifying, sort of watching Caden just touched on before, there was this double section out the back and it um, it was wild. Like it was looked way too big for a 65 and there was only two kids in qualifying that jumped it and they were one and two. And I thought, well, he's not going to jump it, but neither of the other 55 people that are trying to qualify either. So that'll be all right. And then it was the first moto he went round in the first lap in about probably yeah probably about sixth or seventh position and he jumped those doubles and i looked at grant and high-fived him i said we're on that's yeah. it that's all we needed and that was to be honest with you that was probably the difference the jumps were massive like huge jumps and that double section was pretty wild but on that trip one of caden's teammates was was jet lawrence and um that was probably a, a pretty cool experience we went to a practice track um three days before three or four days before in um in latvia and um watching jet lawrence train and how darren lawrence his old man trained with him was probably my biggest thing i remember it clear as day they they trained this this track doing 25 minute motos and on his pit board he just had if he was doing a minute 25 say he just had 5.2 5.7 and he did a 25 minute moto and he's did not go out of that second. All that changed was the, the decimal point. And I got a lot of – I picked Darren's brain flat out. He, I think he was sticking me by the end of it. But <laughs> I asked him that many questions, you know, why do you do this? How do you do that? And, and he was so knowledgeable. And I still remember he grabbed Caden and, and another young fella, Jet Allsop, there, and he went and showed him parts of the track and spoke to him. And um, he was really good. He was – He'd been there many a times with Hunter and, and, and Jet before. Jet had already won a world title by that stage. and um, Yeah, he was good. And to have someone with that sort of experience willing to lend a hand, it was that was probably the highlight of the trip. Well, the second highlight of the trip. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. First it's one was the hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum will be listening. Uh-oh. And your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, oh, bastard. Oh, no. She ain't replying to those texts, eh? He's grounded twice now, eh? So, um, Estonia, World Junior Championships. That's your first ever World ju- Junior Championships. Yeah. Podium day. Yeah, come third. I just remember coming across the – I think I got third in the last race. Didn't have a clue what I come. Just pulled into the pit lane. Dad was sitting there crying. I was like, why are you crying? He's like, you got third. I was like, oh, sick. Like, didn't sink in until I was going to get up on the podium. I was like, wow, I just come third. In the world, like, that's wild. Yeah. Do you – so we, we talk about that with a lot of the guys, a um, bit older than yourself now, but uh, that have done well in World Juniors. And uh, we, we are always ask them, did, did you really comprehend just the achievement that you've you, you, you done? Like, you know, do you – does it, at the age of how old are you? Fourteen. Yeah. Do you do you quite grasp like what an achievement that is to podium on the world stage? I think so now, later on and Yep. From it, um, it does sink in a little bit more, but when I when it happened Just another race, just, just another yeah, podium. Just nothing that special, I didn't think so. Just thought it was cool because I got like a cool trophy. So yes. I was psyched on that. <laughs> and then I remember getting on the plane and they're like, no, you can't bring this in. I was like, what? <laughs> it's my trophy, man. Yeah. yeah. It was made uh, of timber. It was a, it's like a link, a chain link, a big chain link. And oh. It's cool. but Custom said no. Yeah, because it's made of timber, they're like, I said, come on, he's just won it. You know, and then they're like, no, nah, it's all right. You can take it. Yeah, so, nice. Mm. 
Um, and what walk us through what you were thinking? Like, <laughs> so the longest, the last two. What laps. was the race? What was so the last moto? Like, was it? So a, there were twelve minutes plus two laps. Yep. So that's a pretty long time. They're about oh seventeen minute motos. That's long time for a a little bike age. out yeah, there. And trust me, they felt like they were about seventeen hours long. Um, especially when we were watching the last one and the team manager comes in, we're in the, the pit the pit board area and he says, he's in third position overall. And I was like, really? And I looked at Grant and I thought to myself, I couldn't watch. Then one lap I just said I couldn't watch and then the last lap come around and he jumped it, jumped the finish line and I thought to myself, holy heck, I pinched myself, I can't believe we're here. You know, we come to have a look, let alone. And then... One of the most special things I think is when you look at the podium and they raise the the Australian flag and and you think to yourself, you know, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Another thing I remember, I got a big ice cream after it. Yes. Me, me and Dad <laughs> made a deal. If I got top three, I think it was, or top five, I got a big ice cream and that's all I remember. I was like, Dad, <laughs> I need my ice cream now. I fucking love kids. Yeah. Eh? How funny are they? Good like, is that. Man. Dad's been working for the last six months to pay for this trip and he's just stoked with the ice cream. Stoked on his ice cream. Was it so was it a good ice cream? Oh, it's bloody beautiful. What flavour? I think it was like the chalk coated one with a flake. Oh, stop that's, it. That's the go to. That is a that is that is a podium worthy ice cream. It's crazy. I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that ice cream. But you know what I mean, eh? Like you would have been like stressing working oh. flat out and It was my first I'd been in New Zealand. I'd never been overseas. Oh, really? That. And so that's not like a European place to really go to. Either. Yeah, that ain't your tourist hotspot, eh? Yeah. Estonia. Yeah. <laughs> and and especially taking your son, like, you know, the added, you know, pressure. And then what we're doing. And I still remember sitting at the airport hoping, like, hell, the case is suspension and that would arrive. And we you know, couldn't th- find it. No, and then it wouldn't. We were, I think we were in Amsterdam. No, where were we? Belgium, I that, think yeah, it was. It yeah, it was Brussels. Yeah, and we're waiting at the airport and there's guys with AK-47s and... And all sorts of stuff. and We asked to get a photo and they wouldn't take one. <laughs> yeah, they don't like that, eh? Nah. No, nah, not having it. No. Oh, yeah, I got pulled up in the airport once. I had to delete the video I took. We are um, in somewhere in Europe and there was some drunk dude just, like, drinking his duty-free, like, vodka on the plane. And he got maggot. And, like, the plane got delayed, like, two, three hours or something. And then, like, airport security had to come with, like, AKs and stuff. We had to evacuate the whole plane, stand in, like, the terminal so that they could then extract this dude. Mum's in there, full selfie mode, videoing it. <laughs> and this dude with an AK comes up and he's like, give me your phone. I'm like, fucking not having my phone. And, then and I look down at the gun, I'm like, here's my phone. <laughs> fucking oh. deleted the video. It's like. a wild place. Oh, so it's intimidating. It's wild, yeah. Intimidating. They don't care either. Yeah, different world, man. Yeah, different yeah. world. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so you've, sure. you've worked your ass off. Yep. You rock up. Old mate's about to shoot you. <laughs> what, what else? Like... Well, and then I had to go and get and a hiker. And then you're looking after this monkey. Oh. Waited like four hours until Cody Cody flew in. I remember that. Yeah, we did. We but did the suspension of like rock up? He got there, Eventually. yeah. Eventually. We had to go to like a different carousel thing. and Yeah, but it was the same day, same, same like day. you just had to. Yeah, yeah okay, cool, yeah. cool. So it wasn't so, like you were sweating for days? No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. Cool. It was, it was half an hour. Most stressful half an hour in my life. Oh, it would have been. Actually, not for me. I couldn't care less. Yeah, you were Dad just thinking was, about that ice cream, mate. Yeah. You were just You're like, where's around. the blondes, blue eyes, and where's the ice cream at, eh? I was just waiting to go to sleep. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, not much stress. I love it. We've got such a dynamic here. we got the kid that just wants to ride his dirt bike but and just do kid stuff. 
and we've got the dad that just made it all happen. Like, it's so good seeing the two different dynamics, eh? One day he will listen back to this and be like, fuck, I was a kid. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's gold. And another funny thing I still remember is um, at the practice track, we, we went back the second day and we're doing motos and I said to Caden, you're not riding. Like, I was getting nervous, you know what I mean? We've come all this way and, um, you know, I didn't want him to get hurt and unfortunately Jet Lawrence had a big crash this day and, like, I'm talking about a big crash and it actually put him out of the of the World Juniors that year. Really? And um, Caden's pestering me because all he wanted to do was, like you say, is ride his dirt bike and I'm like, nah, we've done enough training, we're right, you know, and pack her up, that's it, we're done. And all day he's just pestering me. We're going, oh, come look, watch this, we'll go watch that. I just want to ride, Dad. I just want to ride. I'm like, nah, mate, we're done. That's it. You know, so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing like a the local race that it was like a grass track. I was in versus 85 big wheels. I remember just coming over a jump. This dude and his dog just running across, <laughs> like out of nowhere. Just talking to a man about a dog, eh? <laughs> yeah, just and then kept happening to me. I'm nearly cleaning them out. And they just don't care. Just zero fox given. It is it is weird there, eh? Like the just horses, picket, goats, and dogs on the track, man, eh? This picket, was in picket, in Belgium, yeah. Yeah, picket fences. Yep. Is it picket? Like the yeah, wood yeah, wooden yeah, stake yeah, fences. Yeah, yep. stake fences. Yeah. Like wire and rope everywhere, and you're like, this is not like in Australia would not happen, eh? Nah. And then no you go there, it's not a everywhere, man. You're like, Fuck. like imagine landing on a picket fence. Like yeah. that'd be wild. <laughs> Wouldn't tickle. But old mate with his dog had a durry hanging in his mouth. Yes. Like it is. He's pointing to the rut. Like for his kid to go in and Caden's come flying along. He's like, looking, where do I go? You know what I mean? And then once he realised it was all right, but just got to pat the dog, let was him know it, it's okay. Yeah, him eh? or his guide dog pointing at the rut. <laughs> 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 Seen rut dog, eh? Yeah. Oh. But you made the right call, like saying, no, no, you've had enough practice. Because was it Caleb who busted himself up playing around in the pits when he was over oh, there? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Caleb Rothews. He was playing around in the pits and he and he crashed on like the 110 just before a junior world championship. 110s are deadly. They're yeah, boy. Deadly oh. thing. I'm pretty sure it was Caleb, eh? Or was it Miles? No, it was Miles. Miles that Gilmore, like, yeah. That sounds like, that Miles. Sounds yeah, like a Miles thing, eh? Yeah, that <laughs> was Miles, yeah. So, yeah, nah, you made the right call there, Dad. Don't fuck around. Just you've got your motos in, you've got your practice in, let's save it. Yep, definitely. Think about the ice cream. So you got your trophy, got it through customs. What happened after that? Um, so 2018. Fuck, I feel so old, man. 2018. Nah, 2017 would have taken you to back to Australia. Yeah, 2017 Nationals. My least favourite Nationals at Horsham, Victoria. Oh. I've got beef with that track. Don't we all? Don't it sounds like a West Australian problem, mate. It is. is. I is feel it like it is. WA problem? Oh, I hate that track. Don't yeah. What, what don't you like about it? Just the memories. Okay, yeah, right. And the track. So it's like proper emotionally ingrained in you, eh? Like, I hate Just not it. What don't you like about it? He didn't get an ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that and (laughs) I like, I had this nice tricked out 85, went over like a double-double section, wiped myself out, went back to the pit, spat it, got on my stock bike. I think I come like 37th. Got lapped. At the Aussies? Yeah, first year in 85s. That was like my worst year I've ever had. Going off winning all Aussie titles to getting lapped by the leader. It's a humble check, eh? Yeah, 100%. And then I got second in the 65s. And then the following year, um, 
I got another first and then a second by like one point. Fuck. So when he got second, he second on the eighty fives, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So what? What was a huge adjustment from getting lapped to then podiuming? I think it was when we went. I think I only been on an eighty five for a couple months at the most, and I just when you step it up to that bigger class, the competition's totally different. So uh, we'll we'll tick back to 2017. So you went shocking on the 85. Yeah. Did you race Worlds that year? Um, was there a World Championship? If you get yeah, the 37th, you're not going to Worlds, eh? Or no, did you? 2017 was Estonia before. Oh, before. oh yeah, okay. Yeah. And then the following year was Horsham again for the Worlds. Yeah, yeah. And you got a top 10 there though, didn't you? Yeah, or was that in 65? Six. I got 6th. Yeah, on at 65 yep. and... That's like worst memory of a world title ever. I remember coming back into the pits, was not happy at all. Threw my custom painted helmet across the pits. Yes, not, not proper oh, MX kid. Not proud yeah. about that. But no, fuck oh. Lord, did you slap him? Oh, Dummy yeah. spit. Oh, yeah, it was Caden's reality check that he would never ride a dirt bike again if oh, he carried on I the got way a did. good backhanding for that one. Yeah. I remember doing that good. once. once. I was probably older than you, but and my dad... Fucking full. Good. Not happy. Proper. Yeah. Not good. Dog yeah, it was, it was, it, look, it was a good lesson. I think Caden had so much success and then. Oh, it'd be a hard pill to swallow, yeah, mate. Yeah, I think. And it was good to learn it at that age. And, you know, there are kids that are faster than you and you need to work hard. And he didn't have his best days, you know, and um, his dummy spit was 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah, effort on the track wasn't mm. that great, but Jesus, that oh. dummy spit, oh. world class. Yeah. If you could win a trophy for that, nailed it. 100%. Oh, yeah. I would have been getting ice cream for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so what what do you think it is about Horsham? I feel like everyone from WA does not like Horsham. What do you think it is? Just, just the everything. You reckon it's like the mud or like... Just the air that they breathe. Nah, it's like can it's go it goes itself. thick mud and yeah. it gets but stuck then it, to your bike. Yeah, but then it like dries at lunchtime and then it goes rock yeah. hard. Like, does it cook bikes? No. Oh, well, yeah. Like mud yeah. on radiators and stuff like yeah, that. I've yeah, I've smashed a bike there. Yeah, I have all foam in my bike and still getting stuck to it. I remember just like mud, mud qualifying, qualified like first in my group, and went freaking it. The next race was Blue Groove. Yeah, total brew groove like a That's road what racing I, track. Yeah, right. I remember it being like muddy as after lunch, baked solid, and you're like, dude, yeah, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's out of control. The adjustment in track in like four hours, yeah. like, dude, this takes months to adjust. Yeah, climatize. And then they water it and it's like oh, I say, yeah, and you're like, oh, that, dude, that nationals 2018 at Horsham. <clears throat> in after the Saturday is run over. It's run over two days after the Saturday. Um, Liam Everts was racing for Belgium there and Stefan Everts actually was out and Stefan Everts went and went off about the track and um, so overnight they they ripped it and watered it and it was like a it was a totally different track and but I still remember Stefan Everts he was wild about it yeah like, just I've come like all this way and I'm racing this racing this shit yeah 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 and it was a proper track the next day but yeah it was um it was probably too late by then. So, with the so that that was, <laughs> and mate, 
You may be a weapon on a dirt bike, but you got a lot to learn about getting Shit a beer out in SKA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot to learn, son. Learn something off your old boy. Um, so that was the same year, nationals and worlds at the same track. So was that over like pretty close weekends or? Nah, the nationals was twenty seventeen, and the worlds was twenty eighteen. Eighteen, okay. Yeah. So it was. It wasn't like it was you it was over like there for a couple of weeks. Five months, I reckon, between them. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So the, yeah, the worlds were for the worlds in twenty eighteen. The worlds were in July, I think, like that. And then we had nationals in Tasmania. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What so was in September. So as far as I could tell, twenty seventeen, you got second sixty five for the Aussie champs. Yep. And then seventh in the world at Horsham. Yeah. So or sixth or seventh in worlds for Horsham. Yes, yeah, and you just sucked a bag of dicks for the eighty fives. Yeah, yep. just got lapped. Yep, no good. Absolute Ronnie Max. Whole heap of humble pie, eh? Yeah, he didn't have any ice cream with that pie either. It was just cold served oh, yeah. humble pie. Mm. Servo pie, just yeah. hard yeah. and fucking crusty. Yeah, four and twenty, cop that, your dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and cracked helmet. Yeah, cracked. Yeah, no good. Surprisingly, that paint job is. Pretty good. For it would want to be. how hard I threw that helmet across the pits, it's still in perfect condition. I well, remember wearing it at Tasmania. You might just throw like a bitch. Yeah, that. There's that the too, case, eh? Yeah. Well, if you're having a dummy slant, uh, like this, uh, <laughs> just sissy fit and throw it on the ground. I can imagine Caden doing yeah, that too, eh? Yeah. Me a little pussy. It's I'm, not fair. I'm done. I'm quitting. Yes. Yeah, going home. Take me home. This is shit. <laughs> Dad, I want to play cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Easy up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Struth. Just attacking the whole family here. Yeah. Um, so, Tazzy, how'd you go? Um, good. I, I remember <laughs> I won I won the 65s. I remember last race, me and Seth Shackleton from over here, um, he was leading and we come side by side through like, lap traffic. And there was like just a big mud hole and there's one rut through it. And I remember I was in the rut and I just look over and he's just cartwheeling through the puddle. Comes back in just like, just brown. Just, you can't see anything of him, just brown. How old's, how old is Seth? 13. Oh, so he's a year younger. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And did you, did he get second? Nah, he, he was going to get podium. Yeah. If he won that race. So I think he ended up getting fourth. Oh, yeah. So you got you took out the sixty fives. Yeah. And, and second in the eighties. Yeah, eighty fives were one for one. Got to like last race. Took too long to get my gate pick. Somebody just swooped me for the gate I wanted. So I was stressing about that. I had enough by the t- before the gate dropped, and it was just worst race. I got. 30th into the first corner. I remember getting up to 6th and just wasn't enough. Yeah, I would assume that's a hard thing for, like, essentially just a kid to um, get over, like, things not going right. You know, like, yeah. when you mature, as we get older, we go, right, fucking bigger picture, refocus. Let's That didn't go the way I planned it. Yeah, exactly. We can regroup and get on with it. But as a kid, you're... You just you just don't have the mental awareness to yeah, be your, able to and get your emotions over. Too, yeah emotions you know, like. and all that you know so uh, that that'll be a pretty big ordeal um, and then once you get through the first turn I'm assuming the bike and the riding takes over and you just get on with it yeah. after that yeah. yeah sweet 
So, um, how many did you just miss out? What did old mate do? Um, who won? Jet also. I remember me and him throughout the years just went back and forward for Aussie titles. I think I lost by like two points. It was whoever got, whoever like come in front of each other. Yeah, right. It was out of me and him. What in the last moto? Yeah, last moto. Oh, that's intense. Yeah. What were you thinking from the sidelines? Get the dog. Um, Dill's bashing his dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Punching on in the pits. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it didn't start great with his gate pick, but um, it was a lesson, and I think Caden learned his lesson there too. Caden would walk up and down, checking about 25 gates out because he was probably worrying about his ice cream um, <laughs> and not worrying about which gate he was meant to pick. And um, he learned a quick lesson there and, Look, I thought he was still good enough to win it, but he got a bad start and made about ten mistakes in the first lap, I think, and yeah, and then she was done from there. But uh, look, I remember just doing a big Superman. There was like a scrub, scrub jump onto the. I still got a photo to this day. I'm just Superman, legs up in the air, just just full holding on up. for dear like dear life. It was, pretty, it was a pretty good photo. Just texting <laughs> muggins before he goes out. Yeah, that's yeah. like, what it looked yeah. like. Seat grab, <laughs> Superman seat grab. Just want to ride for hardwired man. Yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if, I mean, for, for that many things to go wrong for that result, I mean, realistically, it's probably a good outcome. Sure. You know, yeah, like we'll, we'll take that for you to compose yourself and get going again. We, and We talk about it all the time and I explained to Caden that this whole junior career is just an apprenticeship and it, you know, it's great everything he's done and, and, and it's unreal what he's achieved at his age. But at the end of the day, it all means nothing when you go seniors and, that's yeah. when it really matters and, and that's what we have to keep working to. And if as long as he's learning lessons along the way and, and getting better and, and not making those same mistakes again, yeah, we're yep. ticking the right boxes. And Well, it's something that neither of you have done before, you know. Correct. So, like, so it's, it's, it's something that you should be insanely proud of. Like everything as a family and as a racing career to date you've achieved should be something that you should just insanely be proud of. But also... You know, all you all you're doing is forging your future. Like it's you know, like you, you, it's just a stepping stone. It's a building block. It's it's lessons learned every round, every trip, every everything is a lesson learned. Oh, for sure. For what's going to make you as a senior? Yeah. So like it's it's amazing, but you also you can never get complacent. You can never get oh, no. cocky. You can never do any of that stuff because at this level that you're racing, and there's always some dog there, eh? Always. And that's what I say is there's someone working as hard as you, if not harder. So one thing, Cade and I... There's always a kid that wants ice cream more than you, man. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants ice cream more than me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give it to Cade. He doesn't like losing, eh? Yeah, the kid froths a fucking... Doesn't uh, like losing. Froths an ice cream. Which is good. It's how you have to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's If if you don't have that, and that's probably a... it, It is such a... A tough sport and that's one thing I realised real quickly is not biased, I think it's the toughest sport in the world um, to ride a track that changes every lap against 40 guys and, and who would who would say start on a line and put your kid on a line and say there's 40 bikes, get to the first, get to the corner first and ride like a madman and then jump those 80 foot jumps and just go for it, you know, And but when you see it and you see someone who can do it and, and can do it properly, it's it's pretty rewarding and, you know, the sport is, is, yeah, it's definitely challenging but rewarding, I think, as a parent, definitely. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's high risk, high reward, isn't it? Definitely. On on all aspects. Hundred percent. And no. and the other thing is is your machine is um it's not always in your hands. You know, you can you can have failures that are out of your hands and I think that's it's a good building block for, for life skills that, you know, some days it doesn't go your way and you have problems and that's life. That's what happens in real life too, is you know, some things are out of your hands and it's the same in this sport and I think it builds most of the motocross kids that you meet coming through are, are pretty level headed and, and are pretty educated and, and that's probably one of the greatest things about the sport, I reckon. Yeah, it uh, it it definitely creates strong personalities mm. and teaches a lot resilience. of li- resilience. Teaches a lot yeah. of life lessons. Yeah, and yeah, discipline too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's what I notice with kids is if you like, you know, you're saying, all right, let's go out. We're doing a twenty minute moto. They know they're out there for twenty minutes. You know what I mean? Which in life or whatever, if they get given a goal, they could easily quit. Where if you're at the track doing the laps, you have to do it. You know, yeah. so no matter how tired you are, how hot you are, they learn to get the job done. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't matter how long it feels. No, nah. you have to finish. Exactly. So I feel like motocross kids. I've said it before. Fucking tough. Oh shit, yeah. Like real tough. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's, it's wild. Um, so 2018 Tasmania, 65 cc national champ, second 85. Um, what what happened for the rest of that year? Did we? That was the end of the year, so that was in September. And then after nationals every year, I go into my off-season. Yep. January 1st, starts back up, pre-season starts. Um, yeah, and then you just start training from there. Um, was was the goal always nationals or were you going to have another crack at a world title or like world champs? Or? I always I always wanted to get first. Just What, in world champs yeah, or always, in anything? <laughs> always wanted to win a world championship, just, just knowing you were the – the best in the world that year. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I always wanted that, and I still do. So, did you go like uh, go back over in eighteen, twenty or nineteen? Was twenty nineteen? Yeah, we went to Italy for the world championships. Yep, yep. Uh, and what was that track like there? The track itself was sick. The view behind the track was even better. Like the just the mountains in the background, like I've got photos. Just the mountain range in the background is just the coolest thing ever. So Estonia, rolling grassy hills, bitumen everywhere, like the most manicured, beautiful motocross track you've ever seen. Then you come back to Australia. Then you go over to Italy, and then you got the Dolomites in the background, like the most scenic, beautiful, amazing scenery. Surely you just want to stay over there, don't you? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Italy was um, Italy was awesome. Um, that track, I, I think that it was Trentino, and and the thing about that track is the history it has. Um, it's an MXGP track. Um, I think I've seen you've seen Caroli and and Hurlings and these sort of guys win world championships there, and um, that's the, probably the coolest thing for me was to go to one of these tracks. You know, that they were racing a world a world ti- a world junior title on that. That the MXGP guys raced on. It was a legit track, oh, like legit stage. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, for sure. It was. It was an unreal backdrop with these mountains. And is um, is there an atmosphere in the air there of that, like the place, the the champions that that place has forged, like oh. you know, like this whole like I'd imagine like it's you know, oh fuck, I can't, I don't know because I'm useless at all sports I do, but I'd imagine like you know you just get to like 
PGA World Championship like tournament being a golfer and you're like you're in front of the world stage and you think you know you can smell it in the air this is it this is this is the like the you know the absolute pinnacle of racing you know is that what that track was like like the history like is that Corelli and all that like it's just like a different atmosphere in the pits yeah for sure and the atmosphere is so different to when you come back to Australia just how serious people take it and the crowd was insane with their chainsaws and kettlebells and all type of stuff. Their flares go straight across the track, just blind you from racing, can't see where you're going. I remember I nearly had a big off, went through like a section, flares were off, I couldn't see where I was going, cross riding everywhere, nearly died. It was, <laughs> it was pretty cool. That year um, Guadagnini won the 125 we World Championship. We love Guadagnini. We love him, he's a legend. And um, yeah, they had these chainsaws and it was – it the, the atmosphere is – they start pumping the music. Like the music is, imagine Manjum up and times it by about 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a, an Italian guy um, commentating and you can't you can't hard hear any, well, I understand any word because we don't understand it, but especially when Guadagnini was racing, all you hear is come out of his mouth was Guadagnini and then it was like, the atmosphere with, was with like help passion oh, and like passion shout it and the crowd oh, erupts and, you know, and you've yeah. got Cheer no fucking clue what they're saying but you're like yeah the boys yeah. dad loves him yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a legend yeah, yeah. yeah. Love him. that's cool yeah. i like that it was it was and look it's it's pretty cool now you you sort of read back through the the riders list in the 125 and i'd say five or six of them are, are racing mxgp now and um you know, it, it's it's pretty cool looking back and, and seeing how they they all their vans like they'd have motorhomes and their motorhomes were fully sticked up in the kid, whoever it is like KDM and then pictures of them on the side of like the truck. Like Speedway spec, eh? Like full. Yeah, but on steroids. On steroids. Oh yeah. yeah, it's next level. And there's everyone's got a transport like a massive That's transporter. Like Kater Wolf and Liam Everts roll in with their factory team trucks and yep. factory vans and all. Big this. twenty foot picture of their face on yeah, the side. Yeah. 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 Um, so as a parent, were you like at this point, what was like, what were your ambitions for him or like, you know, all of the possibilities of what's to come and that, uh, what's going through your head? Yeah, I, I probably started to get a little bit carried away as a parent, I reckon, at this stage. Um, I probably got a bit ahead of myself and, and thinking, yeah, right, maybe it's time to move to Europe and maybe we've got to do something and. I pre- quickly got brought back to reality by um, uh, Ross Beaton and he explained to me, you know, Caden's on a 65, we've got a long time to go and, and let's build him here and let's do the right things and let's go through the right avenues and the right channels and, and you know, we're, we're doing the right things now and let's keep building and, and not worry about spending ridiculous amounts of money. and um, This early on in the piece. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah let's do it right and yeah, let's build him. One of the things you only get a – like for the amount of money it costs and the resources it takes, you kind of only get one crack at it. Yeah, you do for sure, and you want to be right. I mean, you know, it's you do. It's easy to get caught up in it. It's very easy, and um, and and that's the best thing about Ross Beaton. He's so level headed, and he tells you the truth and and nothing but the truth. And you know, he always says, "I'll I'll tell you that your kid's the best when when he's the best. I won't piss in your pocket. I won't tell you anything other." And and um. So I, I thank him for that, and you know, he's he's been a good guide to me, and and um, it's so sick. You got like well, I guess 
might not be the right word, but mentors yeah, for around sure. as, oh, a, as a parent mentors. and a coach, you know, like to help just like at 2022 are we in now? 21, yeah, 22? Good job, Baker. Yeah. So like we've we've had so many people from Australia make that, you know, that uh, transit, that trip over there and that it, you, you start getting some good support, you know, you can start seeing some templates to follow as far as right decisions and wrong decisions and stuff like that. Obviously, it's very different to the family and to the rider and all that, but having that support network there I think is huge, eh? Oh, for sure, definitely. And look, I ask a lot of questions. I speak to a, a lot of people and, and I take all the information in and I filter out what I think's the, the right stuff and I think what would work for Caden and, and what would work for us our, us as a family. Um, and... And I do. I have had some really good feedback, and you know, some people. I think I, I listen to what they say, and I think, well, thanks for your opinion, but I'm not going to take that on board. And, yeah. And um, some people are, I'd say, dirty on the sport. Maybe they didn't get yeah, what they wanted out of it. Yeah, yeah. And then others, you know, I'm still in contact with Darren Lawrence, and um, you know, and he's given me some real good advice about you know these years now, like the, the um. 14 to 16 and 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 that and um we we've followed really in a nutshell we've followed Regan Duffy's yeah and and Darren's been another one who's been a big help to me he he'd always you know Darren's a man of very few words and at times and he's given me some some unreal pointers towards you know things that Cadence could do better and things you could work on and 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 different things like that and um so there's been some good people, and and you know, obviously you look to someone who's better, and 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 Regan's pro, and Regan's uh, progression was was always a couple of years ahead of ours, and it was just such a perfect thing to follow, especially being WA, and we trained together, we we rode together, and and so seeing what he was doing and, and how they're doing, and Duff was the first one that said to me, "Can't when we're on um, maybe 2016," said, "Let's go over east and." And we went to New South Wales and raced at the lakes and Port Macquarie and did yeah. a couple of East Coast series. Yeah. And that was our first trip away before we went to the Nationals that year in Renmark. And that was an eye-opener too, just to get out and, and, and get away from WA and, and see what the East Coast was that like. Event, that event, I just I just remembered. Regan set me up, toe middle of the gate. He goes, get to that puddle first and splash everybody. And <laughs> I just remember getting to that He's puddle first. Too, and just splashed everybody, and that gave me instant six bike lengths because they were all trying to figure out where they were going. Uh, that, that's all I remember from that. And then Reagan did his ligaments in his foot, and, yeah, we had to take him to hospital. So so Reagan's obviously been a tremendous riding coach for you and, um, you know, helping you along the way. Yeah, my whole life he's definitely – I'd call him a mentor now yep. just because where he's been, what he's done. Um, I definitely look up to him and really I'd like to be where he is sooner, sooner or later. Um, and, yeah, take it to another step after that. Yeah, right. So the ambition's there for the young fella. Yeah. I like that. Um, so I will, <laughs> typical beers and bikes fashion, back to Italy. How'd you fare on there? How'd you go? So, so just your first ever world championships you podiumed. Yep. Then you race at Horsham and we hate Horsham. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yep. Like cool. Horsham joke. can suck a dick. <laughs> so we're now at your next world championships. 
Podium's your first ever one. Horsham will ride off because we hate it. Surely the mental state, and you're, you're riding good now on the 85 and 65. So what, are we going there with the balls full of confidence? We were, until I got beaten by a girl. I, w- I wanted to say that, but I she wasn't sure. Yeah, I remember you guys coming home. furious about that one. And I can't remember if you or Geordie. It would have got, been Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> got beat by a girl. I don't hear the end of that. Still don't to this day. I just remember like, just getting cleaned Italian out. chick, eh? No, uh, she's Netherlands. She's, yeah, she's Dutch, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I just yep. remember like first race, third I reckon I was, or fourth coming into the first corner, got around half the track and just got cleaned out by some kid. Just out of nowhere, just chopped me and just cartwheeled. Then I was stressing, crashed again, and, yeah, got from dead last to I think it was 12th, and that, that motor was a write-off. Then so you finished eighth in that motor. Two crashes and you still finished top ten. Yeah, something like that. That's pretty wild. And then second race, I got a good start in that one. No, I didn't. I was like, I reckon I'd say top ten and just worked my way to the front. I was in second on the last lap. Pulled in the leader, and I'm gonna be honest. I went for a straight T-bone on him, and <laughs> full just wiped us both out. Just freezing nice. the fuck out of him, mate. Yeah, but like I'd oh, <laughs> probably be worse than that to be honest. <laughs> and like I just come over the line, just being like, "How the hell did I just come second in that moto? Still just wiped us up both out." And so no breaks, just bang just straight. straight T-bone him into a wall, man. <laughs> And I just remember going over and go, this dude's not going to like me <laughs> at well. all. doesn't matter. Eh? <laughs> I was like, if I'm, if I'm not going to come first, I might as well take us both down. Jesus. <laughs> as old Va- Vali says, throw hands, ask questions later. Eh? Exactly. Yes. Um, so you did end up finishing second in that moto. Yep. So someone just obviously picked up the crumbs and got around both of you. No, nah, he ended up, because we had a big lead. We oh, yeah, okay. Yep. He ended up picking it up before me. I think I got back on my bike and fell back over because I was trying to get up that quick. Concussed. <laughs> I, I was rocked. Like, I, oh, hit that kid with some speed, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Definitely not the best move, but hey. Hey, podium. Yeah. So what that leave you overall? Fourth. So oh, fourth. Yeah, okay. So who, what did Chick get? Third. Ah. Oh. I, I think I lost by like two points. Not even. So one or two, like I mean, obviously fourth in the world championships is incredible, but that's a disappointing result. I'm assuming. Yeah, I was not happy with that. I kind of put that to the side and started building on my 85, getting better on the bigger bike, and yeah, I just I missed a couple of years because I I skipped 85 big wheel, went straight to a 125 250, but hopefully this year. If I do get the chance, I'd like to go over and do the Worlds on a 125. Um, so uh, that was, what, just 2020 you went on to a 125s, 250s, eh? Yeah, after, yeah, because 2019 won both my national titles and after that I bring... In, in both classes, the uh, yeah. 85, 65, yeah. Yeah, I bring, we bring two 125 home, one for Jordan, one for me. They were actually off Blake Fox, he ended up, Winning the 125 title on the bike I bought. Yeah, okay. So he stripped it down, sent it back over with us, and, yeah, that's when it started on the big bike. So what was the decision for skipping big wheel? I think I just – I got on a big bike 
and then I rode my 125 a lot, got back on the 85 and had a couple big crashes. And we come to a conclusion, it's just the riding style from like a proper size bike to a mini bike is a big difference because on, um, on a big bike, you're more central on it because you've got the power to, but on the mini bikes, you're always hanging off the back, trying to get maximum traction and that, that uh, yeah, ended bad. There's a couple of big crashes at home. So what, what was that, the trying to adapt between big bike, mini bike, yeah. big bike, mini bike? Yeah, because okay. you so just hit little things on the mini bike and just, because you'd be central on the bike. And you just go just OTB. Send you over the bike, yeah. So yeah. I did a couple front flips. So you made the decision to go, all right, we'll just focus on the big chassis, yep. big bike and, and work from there. Yeah, then we end up getting a 250, not, not too long after that. Actually, no, I think I did the whole 2020 just on a 125. No. No, <laughs> you didn't. I've confused myself. I love yeah. this. I love a kid that's won so much he doesn't even know what he's yeah. won. Yeah. Oh, I fucking totally yeah. confused myself. I hate that. It's so annoying. Yeah. Isn't hey, it? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. So, so twenty twenty, uh, you end up winning state titles on the two fifty. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Just have to check my yeah. my collection. Eh. Just scroll through the trophies. Eh. Um. So. We, we've skipped a pretty uh, important part of your career is um, getting like, so with all this success, uh, lots of national and international success and that, um, when did, what's the go with sponsorships and rides and all that sort of stuff? Um, I think it was late tw- 2018, we got offered the ride for KDM Australia on the junior racing team after Tasmania. Yep. And I remember that's when I signed all my contracts to KDM and ever since then I've been on the same team. Yeah, and that's been renewed for this year, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, yeah. I saw a sneaky little article release today. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, eh? Yeah, for sure. Not it's um, Tam Paul, who's in charge of KDM, um, was, has been pretty good with his communication early on and sort of said to me in uh, 2017 that um, – Caden was next to go on the team and just sit tight and we'll put him on. Um, Regan's last year, that's the team Regan was on, um, and Regan's last year was 2018. Um, so pretty much Regan left and and Caden went on. Um, Took his spot. Yeah, yeah. So that was a pretty good progression and, yeah, it was good and, and they've been great since. And um, this year again they've, they've come to the party and, look, we couldn't be happier there's probably no other team that we would we would rather choose to be on. Um, that's for sure. Um, and the bikes are rockets, aren't they? Oh, definitely. They are just off the show, yeah. The showroom floor, just the the power, the difference between like a I'd say a KDM and a, a Yamaha. The like just the way they display their power across the the bike, just because Yamahas have a lot of bottom end, a lot, but. KDMs, they just feel like a stronger engine to me, and that's that's what I'm more comfortable on. So that that's what made me choose KDM. Yeah, nah, fantastic bikes. The thing that would happen though, being the good rider that you are, you'd adapt to a Suzuki if you had to. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like you'd you'd win a race on Suzuki, you'd have to kick the thing a fucking few times. Yeah, but that's about to say, struggle to start. Yeah, but once we're off and going, good good riders right. can win races on any bike. Correct. Yeah. I think um, so. but I think like the support the team gives you is really good, eh? Yeah, it is absolutely. They're um, 
I was pretty blown away, especially the first year. Um, it just seemed to be packages keep rocking up in the mail, and from um, from Motor X Oil, who's who's a, a is part of the deal, and um, Dunlop Tires. Um, what else is there? Another big one was where Lusty Troyley Designs. Yep. Lusty had um, all from ODI, Final Web Filters, Former Boots, Troy Lee. And, yeah, I got a new care package today from them. Ooh. Yeah, just the new SE5 finally come in. The thing is next level. How nice are they, eh? So sick. So and the, light. And too. the designs look mint on them. Yeah. And the Former Boots I got, they're looking pretty trick too. Ooh. Yeah. So we're set. We're ready to rock, eh? We're set to go over race tomorrow. Yeah, nice. So, um, so you literally fly out tomorrow, eh? Yeah. Yep. It's on. So, um, we'll we'll cross back because it's what we do. So, but let's talk about flying and the current state that we live in and racing nationally slash internationally and all that sort of stuff. Um, given the current international crisis or climate that we're in. Um, has that added stress or has it made it hard to go over for nationals? Obviously, last year the series getting cut short. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's definitely, f- you know, I work for myself and um, it's definitely a difficult thing. Last year we only got three rounds in of the nationals, which was was our first year of doing the nationals, and um, which was unreal. It's an unreal experience. I went to the first two and um, then the quarantine come in and um so the third one sky actually took caden to new south wales and i went to esperance and stayed around instead and watched it on my laps on my phone which was tough because it's a hard ask to quarantine there and quarantine back that's four weeks of unpaid work for you essentially like it's it's such a big ask yeah oh, for sure absolutely and um it, it's, it's it's too hard for me to do it trying to run a business and uh I do have two other kids and, and a wife, so... Um, got to keep the bills paid, eh? Oh, <laughs> if he wants to keep racing, I've got to keep working. Um, so, yeah, but this year, Caden's going to go live with um, Mick and Linda Lillis in Victoria um, and train with Beaton's Pro Formula in, in the program there. Um, again, it's something that, uh, that Regan did last year and, and, look, I think Ross is undoubtedly the best coach in Australia. Um his his brother rides in Europe professionally. Um, that's not what makes him a good coach. He's he's very honest. Um, Charlie's had a bit to do with him. I mean, yeah, ridden yeah, him. yeah. I did a solid year and then a year here and there. Yeah. Um, but you ride him with the best guys in Australia every day. Every day is just elevates your game, eh? Yeah. You get there, he tells you exactly what you're doing. You can't bitch it. You know what I mean? You're in it. And it's, um, yeah, like my best years I ever had was with Ross, you know, super good. Um, but, yeah, like I said, training with the best people, it makes you better. So, yeah. So 21 was your first year in Pro MX, M- MX3, was it? Yeah, yeah, yep. MX3. And how'd you go? It was cut season cut short for three rounds, eh? Yeah, it was, yeah. So actually we had to get an exemption because it's 14 to 18. And Caden was still 13, so we got an exemption for him to ride early in it. And, um, yeah, but it was only three rounds. So the first the first two rounds, um, 
we're, how far apart were they? About three weeks apart, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, but that's when we could still travel, so we could travel back and forth. But yeah. we actually did want Thaggy, which was the first round, and then we come home and then we actually went back to Adelaide to race Gilman and then COVID hit. We got stuck out. myself out there. Oh, yeah, did the, you? The start big straight, one. yeah, or yeah. corner. Big one. My yeah. bike, never been the same since. <laughs> <laughs> that thing bent. Just got axed, eh? Yeah. Yes. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the frame's bent on the thing. That's right. Just crash the other way next time and bend it straight. Exactly. No, it was a proper crash. It was. Yeah. Definitely got my pilot's certificate. Oh, Wannie was good. Wannie was good, eh? Oh, did you get, yeah. a, get sent, did you? Yeah. Big time. Yuck. I got a video of it. There was so many videos good. of it. You'd froth it. Yeah. I'm yeah. All, I'm all about the ejecto. Because, um, Wannie, what happened to Wannie? You did had first good first had, moto and then you crashed second moto. Nah, first moto I pulled whole shot and it's like the first corners, it's a, a kind double of a corner, double right? corner. It goes like corner, straight corner into the whole shot line. I had it by a good six bike lengths, I'd say, just whipped that out of nowhere. Man, I remember watching it because you were on the outside too. Yeah. Eh? From the outside, like just whole shotted by so much, come into the second bit of the corner and just wash the front <laughs> back to dead last. Got back up. Got pushed straight through back through the pack to fourth and wiped myself out again. So I got finished back. Sick, nah, finished fourth. Oh, did you? Yeah. And then second moto, it was right. I pulled whole shot and then I just I just got tangled a bit. Like got tangled a bit in a rut. Two people went past. They were the two leaders. They went. I tried hanging on, couldn't hang on, settled down for third. So I got fourth overall. Yeah, I remember watching it like because he was only – Blakey's 18? Yeah. So 13-year-old kid racing essentially adults, you adults, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. And, like, watching it from back here was fucking sick. A kid versus racing young men. Yeah. Like, you know, and back then, like, fuck, he's, like, you know, he's taller than me now and he's put a bit of muscle on, but, you know, a year ago he was a fucking string bean, you know, like yeah. skinny, small, weak. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like he was a young kid racing adults. So, uh, yeah, this year is going to be fucking sick. It should be a good year. Can't wait. So, yeah, finishing third overall in the shortened season and that, you've you got to be feeling good coming into this year, eh? I was. I was stoked about that year because it was another one of them kind of situations I had no expectations coming in as a 13-year-old versus these older boys. We we said Dad did say top I think it was he was going to be happy with it. I was like, nah, I'm getting top three and then I'll be happy. And dad dad definitely had a little bit of doubt there. But I know I know he does believe in me, so he knows I can do whatever I put my mind to. Who got you? Um, Blake Fox and Ryder Kingsford. So, yeah, Blake's a bit older. Yeah, well, they're both moving to MX2 this year too. Yeah. They've both moved up. Ooh, mm. we, it's a, it's we a, on. My time to shine. Just got to straighten that bike out, eh? Yeah, freshy for this year. Ooh, freshy, fresh boots. Yep, fresh everything. Fresh gear. We on. Yeah. So, um, when does the season start? Uh, 27th, 27th of March is the first ProMX round. I know I've got a race in one thaggy in a couple of weeks from now. Is so that an open or a club round? Or? I think it's... Um, Gippsland. I think it's like a regional. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. Yep. 
So that'll be just a good little test to see where you are. Yeah, that'll be my first gate drop of the season. Yep. So that will be fun. Hopefully, um, yeah, we can have a good weekend there. So we fly out, literally fly out tomorrow? Yeah, Caden does. Yep, by himself. And what, then it's Training. just the Hurt Locker race? Just grind time. Grind time, eh? Yeah. Just, just visions, mental images of ice creams, eh? Big ones. <laughs> Big things, eh? Truffles. Oh, oh, big oh. <laughs> Don't tell me you got the flake and the peanuts. Yeah, stop and the it. sprinkles and the sprinkles. Hundreds of thousands, eh? You're a naughty Loves man. It. Um, what are you most looking forward to about moving away? Um, not having mum to nag me. No, I'm just joking. Um, it's new tracks, new tracks, new people to ride with, just new everything. It's it's basically a fresh start for me. Yeah, which is it keeps the excitement in. Change so, as good as a holiday, eh? Yeah. So it's gonna be sick because there's a lot of WA crew there too. Yeah, like Webster and Miles, Connor and all that. Miles is Ma- coming over, so it's gonna be sick. Is he? Yeah, he's coming to stay with me and Mick and Linda. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's gonna be on. Yeah. yeah, it's a sick crew there. Yeah, that's sick. That's wicked. Yeah, it is good. There's Connor, Teeny, Kyle Webster. Um, and then Miles, obviously, too. So, yeah. So, like, at this stage in your career, I mean, I can't even fathom where you're at, but what sort of – do you have expectations or do you have a goal? Do you have a dream, I guess? For the future? Yeah. Like, like 100%. Um, for short-term goal, 18, 19 years old, I want to be in Europe racing the EMX 250. And then, like, the end goal is definitely go to America, race the Supercross, Motocross. That's where the big money is. That's that's where I want to be. So the so the, the, the goal in the head is big time? Yep. Yep. Follow Hunter, Jet, and get over there and... Yeah, basically, yep. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And it's crazy to think that it's achievable too. I know. So cool, eh? And I know him, and he'll fucking do it. Sick. It's so wild. Um... But the oh, it just blows me mind, right? We get to like this podcast has been amazing because we get to speak to some amazing athletes that have done and doing some amazing things. But what my favorite part about this podcast is we get to humanize them too, and we get to see them do some absolute spastic shit as well. Yeah. So, um, what sort of spastic shit have you done, son? <laughs> um, falling off a bridge. <laughs> what do you uh, mean? Yeah, I was daydreaming at a club run. Like on your motorbike, you haven't just, yeah, just, just jump off a bridge. You fell off. You rode off. You rode off a bridge. Yeah, at Wanneroo, there's like a jump over a bridge. I kind of was daydreaming, hit the hay bales. I remember just having there was just one pole sticking out the bridge for no reason, <laughs> just landing on that, flipping me over, just landing on my back on the ground, off and the like, bridge. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even realize <laughs> what happened. Well, how, four meters high, you reckon? Oh, easy. Yeah, definitely. Or five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize what happened. I was thought I was daydreaming. And I'd like hit the ground. I was like, "This ain't good, eh? Definitely not daydreaming anymore." Did your then, bike go down with you? No, nah, the bike stayed up there. So you had to climb back up. Yeah, I wanted to finish the race, and Dad was like, "Nah, nah." So then took me back to the medic place, cut my favourite underwear off. I wasn't happy about. Oh that. no, not the knobbies. Yeah, nah, not good. Rhinos, 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 rhinos. Actually, I think at the time they were just like they were bright. Bright yellow K 
Kmart underwear. <laughs> and Probably I was, Jordans, eh? Hand-me-downs. Yeah. <laughs> Still got skitties yeah, in there. Yeah, <laughs> Probably. Probably. Definitely. Yeah, I just remember, like, loving them things. Bright yellow. I thought I was the coolest kid in the pits with them things. <laughs> Bright yellow jocks yeah. on. <laughs> the lucky un- were they lucky undies? Clearly not. <laughs> yeah, unlucky undies. Ah, uh, fuck. I've never good. seen a pair of lucky undies that have thrown anyone off a bridge before. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. <laughs> yes. Not ideal, is it? So there you have it, guys. We have a world-class rider that still rides off bridges. So there's hope for all of us yet. <laughs> um, so as you know, I'm the mountain bike, big mountain bike guy of the group. Um, and you've been out there racing a bit of um, MTB. Yeah, I love a good mountain bike race. It's Fuck good fun. yeah. Something different. So I like it. What do you ride? Uh, I ride a nuke-proof, um, I think it's a nuke-proof Mega, Mega? 290. Yeah. yeah, enduro rig. Yeah, got it off Sam Hill, full weapon of a bike. Yeah, it's yeah. Ab- absolute beast. You you and I, we're the same. Yeah, best we're buddies same. now, <laughs> yeah, aren't we? We're, we're pretty much best mates, eh? Just I'm pretty sure you ride yours a bit faster than mine, but still, we're, <laughs> eh, we're the same. Um, so is that something that you obviously the focus is absolutely on motocross and that, but you, you enjoy getting out on your mountain bike, do you racing? Yeah, hundred percent. I've packed it up. It's on the way to Victoria now, so I'll take that over with me for my off time. It's good cross training, isn't it? Yeah, go ride some mountain bikes with the boys, hang out, have a good time. It'd be good to actually ride some good hills over there too, eh? It will like be yeah. big hills. There's some good trails up there. That's sick, I froth that. What about Dildo? Dildo's done a bit of mountain biking. Dildog loves it. Oh, Absolutely. He's a guru, it. eh? He does. He actually coaches Sam Hill. Froths it. Yeah, I taught Sam one one or two things. Couple of couplers. <laughs> yeah, 2021. 20, hit Linger Longer. It was pretty wild. I still remember going to the top of the hill. I think I was under my last run. And Big Geordie. How do you say his last name? Prakira. Prakira. He's up there, and I said, can you just give us five minutes? It takes him about a minute to get down the track. I said, give us five, and I said, then you should be clear to go. And I got to the bottom, and I was at the bottom, and all I hear him coming down cheering for me because I made it to the bottom. <laughs> that was probably the highlight. But um, I'll tell you what, talking about another sport, watching Sam Hill, I went did some tracks with him and some trials, and showing, seeing the stuff that they do is just it's next level too. It's it's. It's pretty cool. Downhill sick. Yeah. It's one of the coolest sports. Yep. I love it. Yeah. And that's what you should, on uh, your off-season, of course, come to some downhill races. Yeah, so you've done sure. some WA Gravity Enduro stuff. Yeah. I, I remember at Lingalonga they had that the state downhill race yep. before it. Yep. And I remember accidentally going down the downhill track. I was just like, what is this? We're supposed to be racing this? And, like, me and the boys would just laugh and they were like, no, this is the – the downhill track, I was like, oh, let's go do it again. Like, no. Yeah, it's sick. It's the yeah. funnest stuff in the world. Yeah. And we're back out racing that up, so you'll froth it. Yeah. Um, so, Dad, what do you think the future holds? Um, I'm going to work tomorrow. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, working two jobs. Um, Need to be able to afford the ice creams. Mm, maybe buy an ice cream van to be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, look, I think... Uh, I'm excited. Sky's excited, and um, I think Caden's got a bright future. Um, like I say, is you can never get too far ahead of yourself. I did that once. I won't do that again. Um, yeah, look, this year is probably a, is going to be a good year. I think this is we're going to be serious. This is when we're you know we're we're 
we're all in now. Um, obviously, relocating your fourteen-year-old son to to the other side of um, of Australia is um, is probably a big thing. I suppose the biggest thing we've done as a family. Um, but look, yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm looking forward to to the twenty twenty two season and um, MX three is the first start, and then if he goes good, we'll. Um, We'll contemplate what we do next year and um, and just go year by year. But, yeah, definitely want to try and um, look to the future and, and, and the big goal, obviously, is Europe in, in a few years' time would be would be the where we want to be. And the end game type thing for the, oh, for the, sure. for the next chapter, I guess. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's so what – obviously you've followed it a, a – following a template and you're, you're making up as you go and you're applying things that work specifically for your application and that, what would you advise for, you know, young juniors coming through that would want to follow the same sort of journey? Um, hard work, I think, is where it starts. It's You get nothing for nothing and if you don't put in the put in the yards, you, you'll, you'll never get any result. And One thing we've done... I know, and and there are other families in WA especially that do it too. Is you know we've sacrificed a lot. We've sacrificed our a lot of our life so Caden can follow his dream. And um, you know I'd probably be mortgage free now if my kids didn't race motocross, but it's not to be. So, um, but look, we make a lot of sacrifices weekends and early mornings and and whatever we have to do. And and that's what you have to do if you want to have a go and and you're serious. And and to other kids is. Kids mature at different ages and, and I think you put in the hard yards and train. Don't worry about what your bike looks like, you know. Put the hard yards in on the track and um, and hopefully you get the reward. What about you, Caden? What advice would you have for any other young sprockets coming through? Um, the biggest one, just practice makes perfect, man. They, everybody says it, but it's the most truest thing. The more you practice, the better you get. It's just about never giving up. If you give up, there's no point of trying again because you've already given up. Just bike time, keep, yeah. keep chipping at it, eh? And once you get a bit older, off-bike training is another big thing because I never did much off-bike off, off bike training until I got older and then I saw my biggest step up in like my, my riding and everything when I started doing the off-bike training. I feel like that's a progression step you need to make when you're going onto the biggest chassis bikes, like your 125s and 250s, because you need to be actually physically strong enough to swing off the dick of those things, you know? Yeah, exactly. But when you're a little kid on a little bike, you just twist it and go nuts. Exactly. It's just whoever has the biggest balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put your brain in a box, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah. So, off you can, you can sort of just see when kids go from kids to young adults and they've actually got to train. Yeah. You know, just being young, fit with a like high adrenaline doesn't just cut it anymore. You've actually got to put the work in to get there. Yeah, and I think your natural ability, I always say is, you know, in so many other sports I've seen it, when your natural ability will take you so far, um, you need to work at it as well. It's, you know, natural ability is great and you have to have natural ability to start. But if you've got natural ability and you've got a work ethic, um, I think it's, there's no better recipe, and 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 I always use. I love to use Kyle Webster as the perfect person. Um, I don't think Kyle was ever the most technically correct rider, or and probably, but his work ethic is second to none. I don't think there's there's many people in Australia that would work harder than he does, and 
he's proven that you know at 25 now he's he's got an unreal ride with Honda and um and look I think he might still have ambitions to go to, to Europe who knows I, I think he'll be good enough um but it just shows a work ethic you know yeah is everything and and I always say to people, you know, we've been down the track many times and Caden does one lap and he's not interested and I say, pack the bike up, let's go home. And people look at us funny, we've driven in, we're driving out. If they're not into it, why, you know, why flog a dead horse? And some days you're not in and that's fine. They're still kids and at the end of the day, you've got to remember that as a parent too. And, you know, you can get all too serious and, and too wrapped up in it, but, you know, it's still got to be a fun side. And we always, we try and keep it fun. I try and keep it fun with the boys and, and, and have a laugh and a joke. And, you know, we've got a bit of a rule if you're riding bad, you pull your visor down and untuck your shirt and to go and do a goon lap and, you know. And yeah, boy. Yeah, and it just, it, you know, everyone laughs. and Those are some like, big sh- air wheelies. Yeah, all that stuff and just have a laugh and get back into it and let's go, you know what I mean? Because you can be so serious about it all. And, um, is that something that you've had from day one or is that something you've, as a parent, um, had to really sort of fight yourself to to let yourself be okay with that. No, no, I've always. I don't think I've been. I've, I don't. I could count on one hand how many times I've yelled at Caden at the motocross track. Um, and nine times out of ten, that's because he's been a smart ass. It's yeah. not because he's done something wrong on the track. I, I believe that you get nothing. Standard out of it. parenting thing, nothing to do with motocross side of things, eh? Just no, nah, it's true. I, I think you can. You know, he beats himself up hard enough about it. I don't need to. Caden's, he's got a will to win and, you know, and I don't need to, you know, we're not there to come second, we're there to win. So when he doesn't win, there's no point telling him that he was shit, um, which I do see a lot of parents do and it's disappointing and I think that's we've got that good relationship where, you know, it, we don't have that. There's not there's no point being negative. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's something important if a lot of other parents could take that on board. They might find... That their, their kids enjoy it more and have more success with enjoyment. I mean, it, especially at a younger age, that encourages more bike time and and positivity, which means more skills and better results. Like, oh, definitely, it's it's perpetual, really, isn't it? Oh, definitely. I tell people, you know, if if someone's yelling at you, do you really want to do what they're telling yeah. you? Yeah, if your boss you yells at your work, do you put in a no, good day's work? No, you go fuck that wanker and you just have a blood. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Stick it up your ass. I'm yeah. not doing that. So. That's the truth, and you know that's the same thing. It's kids, it's, you know, it's and kids are probably twentyfold with that. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent, you know. And I have some fun, coach a couple of kids, and and, and I really enjoy it. I love, you know, um, I love the reward getting out of it, what you get out of it, and seeing you know them progressing and smiling and, and enjoying it, and you know, I, I think it's just people skills and it's yeah, life skills, you know. Yeah, it's um, it's bloody exciting seeing the junior stock coming through, uh, from from a state level and national level, um, and we're gonna bloody have a good time watching you go through the ranks for the years to come. Uh, Creature, you got anything else to add? Not really. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, fuck off. Charlie's happy. I'm going now, so yeah. he can't get waxed when we practice. Yeah, he he knows that. <laughs> At least he owns up to it. Nah, yeah, I just wish you the best of luck for the years. Well, this year will be a good year for him, yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, on for a cracker, eh? Um, yeah, nah, just lucky enough to live close to them and spend a lot of time with Caden and Geordie, um, both really good riders and, um, yeah, come from a great family. And, yeah, hopefully uh, 
You can fucking just get the dub, eh? Yeah. Shouldn't be too hard to sit down and twist the throttle. Same yeah. shit, really. That's all you do, eh? Yeah. That's all motocross is, eh? But, yeah. No, nah, it's good. And I can agree with what Dylan said about him having a will to win. Um, obviously, I'm a lot older than him. He's actually my kid. Um, <laughs> nah, <laughs> Another one? Yeah. Nah, but, man, like, we could be doing motos and the little whippersnapper doesn't let up, which is good, you know, and that's what you need. And, yeah, like I said, see a bright future for him. You got anything uh, you want to add there, Caden? Anything you want to – anyone you want to thank? Any um, Anything like that? No, just cheers for having me on here. Um, I just also like thanks, Dad, getting me – Doing everything for me, especially mum. Mum's getting me ready to go away, teaching me how to do all the the washing and that stuff. Oh no! All that tricky stuff. <laughs> I'm 26. I don't know how to do. Oh, shit. 27. Easy. <laughs> I don't son. know how to do that shit. It's quite difficult. Yeah, it is. But um, yeah. What, what you got? Anyone? What? Who? Who you got to thank? Uh, I'd just like to thank KDM Australia, Manchester City KDM, uh, Wear Lusty, Troy Lee Designs, Ride Dunlop, Motor X, Rhino. Thriller, um, ATS Fuels, the missus, um, Geordie, always got a training partner, not anymore. Wiped himself out on the weekend, being a full squid. But, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, and Corey from Pro Plate. Absolutely. Show legend. sponsor, yeah. Show sponsor, what a legend. And, of course, the Beers and Bikes show. Yeah. Yeah, and then too. Yeah, legends, eh? Dylan, you got anything else you want to add to that, mate? No, I think that's about it. Thanks for having us on, guys, and uh, you do a good job. I enjoy uh, in listening to the podcast, and um, there's been some crackers so far, so I uh, I look forward to seeing uh, who's next, and, yeah, you're doing a good job. It's good for the sport. Um, Fuck it's yeah. a bit of a different dynamic tonight, though, isn't it? It's so like good it's having the dad. Like, we're trying to keep it profesh for Caden, <laughs> you know, and it's like, He's struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Really? It hasn't, been, hasn't been much dick talk. Or no. Like, hey, settle down, deal. <laughs> I can yeah. see the concentration on yeah, the phone. I know yeah. Every word's filtered, eh? <laughs> yeah. It's like we've got a twin hour on this bitch. Like, <laughs> no dick. No, no cocaine. Um, no nothing. We, we good. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this one for sure, you know. Um, you yeah. actually have been wanting this one for a long time. Just um, as like a coach, I see a lot of parents putting in so much. So it was good to get Dylan on to try and speak from experience and that sort of stuff, you know. So yeah, yeah, um, it's yeah, like you said, it's a bit different, but it's fucking sick. So good, guys. Make sure you follow Young Caden's um, socials. Watch his progress as he takes on uh, the the national and world stage for many, many, many years to come. Um, thanks so much for coming in, guys. Cheers um, for having us. Sick to hear. Just I can't. I just can't believe how many titles you own as someone as young as you. It just feels like you got more titles than birthdays. Do you? You do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sixteen. Like Sixteen Same national one. titles yeah. for fourteen birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That's wild. All right. End the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fuck. Damn it. That's actually crazy. That is. That's fucking wild. That's sick. So um, many many more to come. So. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you really enjoyed this one. Make sure you follow this young shredder's success in the future. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Cheers, guys.